Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Friends Podcast, man. Thank you so much for joining us. And if it's your first time, thank you so much for coming through. We appreciate you. I'm here with my two co-hosts. Hey, y'all. It's Jermaine. And it's Ryan. This is the Friends Podcast. Make sure you check us out. We're streaming everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Also, make sure you're checking out the socials at the Friends Pod, YouTube Shorts, TikTok, and the Instagram. Check us out. Yeah, man. And we got merch coming soon, so be on the lookout for that. It's going to be up yes, very, very That's soon. fire, too. No, for sure. For sure. I sold it to a couple of people. They was like, yeah, yeah. Like the, the quality, A1, A1. So uh, let's go ahead and get into this episode. So I have a vent, and then I'm, I have a question related to the vent, okay? Okay. So um, earlier today, I was on a walk in my neighborhood. I had my headphones on. And uh, I was taking a call from my headphones. So I see this dude, like he's also walking kind of like in the opposite direction as me. We're kind of like getting close to each other. And all of a sudden I start to hear the classic, hey, hey, ma, hey, hey. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sure he has to see me talking, you know, because I use my hands a lot to talk, whatever. I turn around so he can like kind of see that I'm talking and he just keeps going keeps going won't stop won't stop Mm -hmm. and so i'm trying to like walk a little bit faster to like number one get away from him and number two like we were getting close to my house so i'm like damn like i don't want this dude to see where i live Mm -hmm. but he wouldn't stop he just kept like trying to get my attention this went on for like a couple blocks okay i (laughs) i'm curious like as men like What's the creep behavior that you see women or men do? Anybody. But what's the creep behavior that you say where you're like, yeah, that's too far. That's too much. I think what you just, just described is too much. I'm not like one of them cat calling type of niggas. Like if, unless I'm like, I might have to be like super drunk and just playing around. And I might be like, like say, hey, yo, like some crazy shit. But like that's to me, like that's egregious. Um, I can't imagine you cat calling. Yeah, that's just not even my like. I don't know. I feel like I'm soft spoken anyway. So like, I'm like, what am I doing yelling at a woman like, "Hey, come over here!" Like, that, like that's weird to me. Um, but it's a lot of shit. Like, I don't know. It's a lot of things that we do um, that just be just strange. I, I don't know why we do it. You might have to start carrying you a stick though. Hell yeah! Like for real. I got a I got a couple questions though. Just hearing that. Okay. Because I feel like okay, any of that made you flatter no because no, no, no. the way he looked or what kind of car he drove <laughs> he was walking he was um, walking that's why <laughs> he's like and then nigga only got no car <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like already <laughs> already you look at so you've seen him and he <laughs> followed behind you yes walking, he started follow- like walking yeah like you both were walking me. separate ways met he's like hey like in your face and then he turned around, followed behind you. So, okay. So I was coming up to a corner and he was uh, kind of coming up at the same, to the same corner, but he was way far back, way, 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 way far back. So he didn't see me till I hit the corner. So once he hit the corner, then he like, that's when he started yelling at me. And then he started oh, coming on that the same other side, way. And then, and then came on the other si- same side of the street as me. And no, it wasn't, I was not flattered at all. Not because like, nothing even about him. It's just like, y'all, I'm not, I'm not walking to try to like get your attention. Like I'm walking cause I'm 
trying to be. Well, are are you single? Like, what's the problem? Well, I'm not single. Um, <laughs> number one. Well, if you he, were, that would that be a problem? The way he yeah, said hello? like, because it wasn't hello. He could have said like hello, but. But he was on the other side of the street, so he had to yell somewhat to get your attention. But it wasn't even like if he had yet if he just said hello, that would have been cool. But like when it's the like, hey, 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 and you like, you see I'm on the phone, like stop yelling at me. That's when it's like not cool. Okay. So another thing here. You say he he followed you for two blocks. So after the first block you didn't acknowledge him? I turned around so he could see that I was on the phone, and then he just kept going. Did, did you just say, like, give him any type of sign saying, like, not interested or response, or you just walk, you just move faster, just get try to get away? Yeah, just did move you... faster and let him see, like, yo, I'm on, I'm on the phone. Okay. Yeah. What if you, what if you, why didn't you respond to him and just say, no, I'm just, I'm, I got somebody? Like, well, because I was, I literally was in the, on a phone call. Like, I wasn't even, like, I wasn't faking it. I was actually in the middle of a call. I, that, I don't know. To me, like, when I heard the storm, I'm like, two blocks. I'm like, that sounds dangerous. Like, if someone's yeah. following me for that long, then I'm like, And that was right. what was, like, I, I should probably contact that, like, response to this person somewhat or before they keep following me. Like, like this person really is trying to re reach me for something. Like, that's a, that's a weird. But, and that's what I think men don't realize is, like, it's scary because... We were getting close to my house. I'm like, I don't really want this dude to know where I live. But to be like honest, I was trying to get back so we could start recording. Uh, and so I'm like, I don't have time to like loop around and change my path. Like, I'm not going to walk past my house to lose this guy. So he now knows where I live. Um, uh, thankfully, you didn't start jogging? Uh, I, that's, you know, that's the thing too, when you're in these situations as a woman is like, you want to get away, but you also don't want to make it like super obvious that you're trying to get away. It seemed like prey. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't want to I feel like that like, should have gave him like a good, <laughs> like if you're trying to say, Hey, <laughs> Hey, and then a girl just starts running. <laughs> like niggas don't care. Niggas are still, niggas would be like, wait, like, they start running after <laughs> Yeah, that's like, oh, this is like a Nigga. dog situation. Like, I'm really in prey. Like, that, I, to me, like, I'm like, oh, I'm really in danger. Might as well get away first and like, just see what happens. Are so messed up. Niggas will be like, oh, she running. I like that. Like, no, I'm not running for you. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get away. I don't want to meet no nigga like that. Like, like oh, she running. Like, like, let me run too. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like what are we talking about? Like, that's, that's disgusting. Like, <laughs> Call the cops immediately. <laughs> I was like two seconds away from being like, damn, do I gotta call the police? Like, like damn, dude. And thankfully, um, my neighbors across the street were like in the yard. So there were people around. Otherwise, I probably would have been like, all right, bro. Like, you about to get the cops called. <clears throat> but there's a lot of like other, like less serious, creepy behavior that that people tend to do, men and women do. Like lots of people do creepy shit. I feel like me and Matt has talked about like a situation um, on previous pods. Like when you walk up to some girl or whatever, trying to talk to them and they'll cut you short immediately or something like that. Or in that sense. Tell um, me more, like, like before you can even like get words out for real, they're like, oh, I'm good or? Yeah, yeah. Before you even really get words or anything, they just cut you off short. 
So it just feels like in that situation, be like, oh, okay. Like you back up, like, okay, good. It's just yeah. kind of weird that other people is like, he will follow you and then do, I don't know. It just seems like really weird behavior. It's the hard to get shit. What we just talked about, Ruby Rose shit. Oh, like, Ruby Rose would have loved that. That's what I'm saying. I didn't like, connect the dots before. Okay. So it's, it's, it's one of them things like some people just like to or feel like, oh, she don't like me. I just need to try harder. Let me just mm. try harder and maybe mm. she'll fuck with me. Like, oh, I, I got to show her that. I, I want to like that. That yeah, you know what I mean. That's a good ass point, and that's why I'm going back to what we talked about in the previous pod. When women try to play those mind games, it's like not only does that fuck up stuff for you, it fucks up stuff for other women. Because there are some men who feel like, oh, like I know she says she don't want to see me again, but that means I need to try harder. Let me start sending her flowers and let me pop up at her job because I'm trying to apply pressure. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, nah, you're a stalker. This is not pressure. You are a stalker. To <laughs> someone that they're just dating or someone that they're No, with. to someone that they're trying to pursue. Mm. Damn. Like, oh, we're not in a relationship, but let me just start sending her stuff. Like, why do you know Does, my have, address? Have you ever seen that um, before? Like, in your friend group or just heard about that? Um, That is really... I guess I, I want to know what is the mind uh, space of like her of getting all these gifts and you don't want the shit. Cause I feel like I heard something more a recent story about that. It was um, it was somebody. It was like Tom Brady or Tom Cruise and uh, Shakira. Mm. And Shakira said like she got some flowers from Tom Cruise and she said I want you to stop, like <laughs> just stop sending me stuff like to Tom Cruise. No, because it's just weird. That stuff does happen to women where like um, somebody who's, you know, trying to pursue you will start like sending you gifts, sending you money. I've, I've definitely seen it happen where I've, I've known of women who like will get random cash apps from guys they don't know. Tricking at his finest. And you're like, I don't even know who's sending me this money. And yeah, for some men, it's like, yo, I'm applying pressure. It's like, how they get your cash app without <laughs> that's, a... Well, you know the cash app. Oh, if you got everything. the number. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Or you could search somebody's name if you know her full name. But people oh, be point. having like cash app in bio. You know what I mean? These days, a lot of the OnlyFans, uh, all them type of girls. I don't nobody ever do that for me. Like, I never received a <laughs> random cash app. I will, I'll be flattered. I'm going to send a love emoji, heart emoji back. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Go get your bottle. Like, I appreciate this. <laughs> you better put your cash app in your uh, your bio now. No cap. Matter of fact, the Friends Podcast cash app dropping right now. Send us <laughs> some money, um, and then we'll do whatever we want with it because we can. Um, yeah, all, do- all them weird stalkers. Don't send the money to the girl because obviously they don't want it, but I want the money. Mm-hmm. We, we ain't giving you no shine or anything, but we'll take the cash. Before yeah, we wrap I- this, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the last thing I'm going to say. Like I said, these things do happen often. I've had guys who like had never met in person, didn't know who were like, yo, give me your address. I want to send you like something for your birthday. It's like, I don't know you. I don't want you to send me a pair of shoes for my birthday because I don't know you and I'm not giving you my address so you can send me a pair of shoes. No, thank you. You fumbling the bag. 
<laughs> get your P.O. box. <laughs> and accept them gifts. I think it was a real city girl on this podcast, is. I'm telling you. <laughs> Let's go ahead and, uh, you know, parlay this into the first topic, though, that we got for you folks today. Uh, the first thing, speaking of cash apps and people that received a lot of cash recently um, from, you know, one Jordan Poole. Shout out to Ice Spice. Uh, so she is having a new single with Taylor Swift. Which, when I seen that shit, I was like, "Damn! Like that's a that's a power move." Because Taylor Swift, one of the biggest artists in the world, that's a very um, fast come up to think yeah. about. A year ago, she was in the projects. Now look at her. Yeah, and so I'm just kind of curious to even how that would sound. Like that's not a pairing that I'm like, "Oh, that would sound dope together." Um, so, so I'm kind of interested how that sounds, but. Um, but yeah, so shout out to that. So we're going to see how that sounded, but it was some backlash that happened because, uh, I guess some dude was talking shit about Ice Spice. You want to break that down? Yeah. So like you said, um, Ice Spice has a new single coming up with Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift is dating this guy named, supposedly dating this guy named Matt Healy. Um, he's a singer in the band 1975. And he had some controversy because he was on a podcast talking shit about Ice Spice, saying some like racist comments about her. Um, he called her, let me see if I can find the exact words here, because it was some real interesting stuff. Um, he called her an Inuit Spice Girl and a chubby Chinese lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also like in the the actual clip was like imitating a Chinese and Hawaiian accent. Um, also, which it's really interesting, like he was being racist, but also like not even racist to the actual like culture she's a part of. Because I Spice is Nigerian and Dominican, so that was already I don't know. It's weird on lots of levels. Definitely. So it's just like he just said some shit, you know, like she don't really even look Chinese. Like I don't understand. Maybe he thought she, she a was white Chinese. Male? He's a white man. Yeah. Oh, that, that already tells you all you need to know then. He don't care. <laughs> he just gets all his racist shit off. Just just to do it. <laughs> just to do it. Yeah. True. And she's and she not even chubby though. Like she got like a little, like, you know. She's got yeah, a nice her body. body's perfect. Per- like, man. <laughs> it's literally her body's like a 10 out of 10. It's like chubby, and then you look at Taylor Swift, and it's like, but look, she fucking with that. It's like if you go to the strip club and a Taylor Swift girl pop up and the Ice Spice pop girl pop up, which one are you gonna choose? Like Taylor Swift built like a GTA stripper, like she not even like, really built like that, you know? She like, built like the strippers in Lansing. Oh man, them deja vu. was that deja vu? Deja vu. Mm. No, nah, what was that I, one? I that remember was... it was one that was random yeah. that we went to that one year. <laughs> Oh my god, that shit was disgusting. It was just like they were smoking cigarettes. Mm. Like, I feel like they had burn marks on their arms. Like they was it in just there, didn't like, look good. <laughs> they was in there dancing to pour some sugar on me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> they was in there dancing to that shit. Um, but uh, but uh, I don't know. Please yeah, like you said, let like me put my face into this apple. <laughs> what is what? Oh, what that is? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, what hey, is that? Please let me put my face into this apple pie. Ooh. Cherry pie? You talking about cherry, cherry pie? pie? Ch- cherry pie. Like, you never say that song? 
That's I've not never... what the song. I don't know. That's what the song said. <laughs> that's not how the song goes. Not the one that I know. <laughs> I could have swear song. Put my face in it. Oh, let's, let's, let's fact check that. Face into this chair. That's not it. It's like she's my cherry yeah, pie. Yeah, that's what I know. That's the one I know. She's my cherry pie. <laughs> This nigga ride her when he wanted to hear. <laughs> but um, yeah, and Must so have like been in there in love. No, not in there. Not in. There. I forgot what that spot was called too, though. Um, wait, hold on. Let me send. I got the song up real quick. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I would listen to. He was listening to Sneaky. I could have swore like. <laughs> Wait, one more time, what do you think of your face? <laughs> <laughs> put the face, can I put my face in your cherry pie? Oh, like, I thought that's what he, I thought, please let me put my face into your apple pie. Like, I really thought that's how it went. What the fuck is, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like boobs. Like, like I literally, I, I always thought that's like what they were talking about. Now I gotta play this song. Can you guys hear it? She's my terrified. Cool drinking water, such a sweet surprise. Tastes so good, make a grown man cry. Sweet terrified. So actually, Rod, you was kind of like, that's what they talking about. You just wow. read it. Okay, shout out to Warrant. Yeah, that was a hit. I guess. I mean, I heard it in passing before and at that strip club. Um, but uh, industry plant, industry plant. Like, who put that type of down? Like, y'all feel like she an industry plant for real? Okay, yeah, I had put that type of down. Um, yeah, industry plant. I feel like Ice Spice fame has um, grown very fast. And Very. when I think about the songs that she put out, yeah, she got the Munch song, but even that record, it was big, but it wasn't like, I feel like nobody's really playing that song as much now. Um, I know she got the song Princess Diane with Nicki Minaj and she joined her label as well. So she's making big business movie, business moves. So for sure. It just seems very quick and fast, and she don't really got all those huge, huge records that I feel like is gonna last a while. Like a song about being a munch is I don't I don't see that song as like a song that people are gonna play for years to come. Like I don't feel like she has that record. So for her to have like all this success and people backing behind her, it looks weird to me. Yeah, here's the thing about Ice Spice that's really interesting to me is she has some moments that feel very organic, like, oh, she's just tapped into the TikTok music craze, right? Um, so, you know, she's got the boys liar, bikini bottom, munch, in her mood. All those things are, you know, very, very, very heavy on TikTok. And they make sense for, you know, a TikTok setting or whatever. Um thing was, like, some of those songs she made before she got big. Like that bikini bottom SpongeBob shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I literally followed Ice Spice Instagram before she got big and stuff like that. 
she was just some rapper in Brooklyn that I was following. I was like, really, I was like, oh, I was trying to get her, like somebody like her on a pod or something. Like I thought mm-hmm. she was like still local love at the point. And then all of a sudden, the month song came out. She was out of here. I'm like, damn. Not everybody is like on the love train of Ice Spice. I'm like, she was literally just a local artist. Not like last year. It was. It, that's crazy. Now she's doing songs with Taylor Swift. Like, but I don't want to sound like a hater, so it's it's gonna be shot out anyway. Up until 2022, she was dropping stuff under her own, like it, it says, like Ice Spice. But then once she dropped in her mood, that's under 10K Projects slash Capital Records. So she dropped months independently. She dropped Bikini Bottom independently and everything before that. So it's like that makes me think that she's not an industry plant. It seems like the industry just came and got her and was like, we see that this is like a thing. Like this was after months that they got her. I feel so, like they're just going after her look. I feel like that's really what it is. Um, probably. Yeah, I mean, we, we can already look at some artists and see what they try to do it with. And it's like Doja Cat to me. Mm-hmm. It's very similar uh, vein. They take these artists, like she was really doing drill music in Brooklyn. And then now they try to say, oh, let's see if you can make some songs um, pop. It's a, uh, it's the same thing with Doja, Cardi B. Um, like they grabbing girls that look like that from just... New York areas and stuff, and just try to make them stars and pop mm-hmm. pop musicians. It, their their brand, like Cardi B, hasn't dropped the album in years. Like the brand became bigger than the music. You know, and I respect it because I mean, music pays, but I feel like once you have a brand and you brand yourself, like that makes them be here forever. So yeah, people might not be saying much in twenty years, but they still gonna know who Ice Spice is because she is with Kim Daughter, like she with Taylor Swift song. Uh, Pink Panther is like pop hit. You know what I mean? Like, so they're building a brand. I respect it. Yeah, I feel like she's just in the right circles. Like, getting with Kim and stuff like that, it was like, you already can kind of see like who she's associating herself with. And the fact that Kim's daughter loved her, just put her in those spaces. I'm sure Kim has so many connections. She's a billionaire in reality. She can literally hook her up with anyone. Like, is right time, right, right place. Yeah, and I I think you said a key thing about the look is she has a distinct look. Like if we think about like Nikki when she first came out, we all knew what she looked like. She had that <clears throat> that Chinese bang, the straight bang that everybody talked about. You know the pink wigs. Like she had a look that you kind of it becomes part of the brand. And I think one of the things with Ice Spice is honestly like her look helps her, makes her stand out among the crowd like she looks different than all the other female rappers out i think what's interesting is so many of the female rappers like want the the female rap starter kit i want to get the same same wig same fake ass same fashion over outfits um same nails and then you like kind of get numb to it after a certain time and it's all the same pussy rap you get numb. And Ice Spice, I think what she's doing that's really interesting is she's found a way to like create a very niche lane that's like all hers and like an image that's all hers. Where now if you see anybody else come out with natural hair, you're going to be like, Ice Spice. You see anybody else, you know, promoting a natural body, you're going to be like, Ice Spice. Like she's like really, she's branded herself in a real smart way. That's not her hair. You think it is? 
It, it, I think it is. I thought that was a wig. I think it's supposed to be her hair. And whether it is or it's not, it's different than everybody else's hair. That is 100% true. Yeah. No, she 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 got it. She definitely got it. Yeah, um, I don't think she's doing anything different than other artists, though. I, I don't really she agree is. with that. Other female, other women artists, yes, for sure, because there wasn't really a lot of fem- women drill artists before that, like mm-hmm. New York drill. Yeah, there was. Artists. What are you talking about? Who? There's other plenty of New York women local artists doing drill music. Who? That's pretty much all of them out there. What you Man had? One. You had Lola Brooke with Not natural all. hair. Lola Brooke don't have natural hair. No. Like I said, part of Ice Spice is the look. It's the way she packages it. Like it's the mix of the sound and the packaging that's very different. What about Connie Diamonds? She not drill. She hard though, but she not drill. I'm saying like the New York Brooklyn. She definitely got drill. But it's no, I'm saying like the Bronx Brooklyn drill, like the K Flock and D Thang and all them niggas. Like she rapping like them. Like there wasn't a lot of women rapping like the Bronx Brooklyn drill until her. Like that's why she, I feel like that's why she blew up because K Flock was blowing up. Like he had a song with Gucci Man and like all them other niggas was blowing up. And then like you see a woman doing it, it's like, oh shit, like this, this hard. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I, I feel like that that contributes to it. Now I want to speak about Glorilla though because I kind of see their trajectory. Like they kind of came up around the same time. Um, one just went with Yo Gotti and the other one went with another label. Like what we call. I would say like they come up as pretty much the same though. That's why I don't call her. I can't say Ice Spice is an industry plant because you say that's the same time. Just about yeah. Maybe yeah. yeah guess... Within a year. Yep. I would say within a year, but yeah, Glorilla she came up. She had been rapping for a long time, and yeah, she's working in the fast food restaurants. Yep. Yep. So it's like it just seemed all. It just seemed like. Both of them was pretty organic. Like we just caught on. Like the Memphis wave was on at that time. We was paying attention to Pooh Shiesty. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Key Glock, Young Dolph, Autumn, and then Moneybag Yo. And it's like, oh, it's a woman doing this shit now. It's like it's the same. Yeah, thing. woman pussy rap is blowing up. But I think this was interesting is like neither one of them are pussy rap. Neither. Nope. Uh, is Munch not pussy rap? No. What are we talking about? Mm. Talking about do being a Munch. That is pussy rap. That's literally in the chorus. Mm-mm. Fuck nigga free. Now, that's still not pussy rap though. That's not really pussy rap. That's still like aggressive female, like, like ghetto rap. Um, it's ratchet, but I wouldn't call it pussy rap. Like when I think pussy rap, I think Cardi, Meg. City girls, I think literally like the sexy theme red. Of, yeah, sexy red. The theme is like how good my pussy is, money I can get from my pussy. Like the whole concept of, of the music is centered around sex versus like that nigga's a munch, like that nigga's on me. You know, like it, yes, it has sexual connotations, but it's not like he's, I'm letting him eat my pussy right now. Like it, like it, you know what I'm saying? It could definitely, if she really wanted to turn that into pussy rap. Yeah. She's talking about, yeah, she bad. Yeah. She get money from a dude, but it's not like, like you said, it's not describing her private parts like a sexy red would do. (laughs) 
I, yeah. I need to use that word for private parts instead of pussy. Okay. I think I put my pussy limit on this episode. I ain't going to lie. I thought you was going to tell me to read the sexy red uh, lyrics again. I was like, Mm-mm. I mean, I, would, I I think you should every pod, actually. Nah, it's can we get a, Can we get it one more time? You know, she just released a, a remix with Nicki Minaj. So I think in honor of the remix, oh, we she deserve did. Uh, uh, another rendition from you. Well, you know what? Congratulations, Sexy Red. We fuck with you over here at the Friends Podcast, but I'm not reading that shit no more. <laughs> I'm not reading it. <laughs> but um, all right, let's go ahead and get up off of that. Uh, let's go ahead and get into this next topic real quick. So recently, uh, there was reports that Detroit is losing its title as the nation's largest majority black city. And it like there could be a bunch of different reasons, but the top reason seems to be that a lot of black people are moving out of the area and moving out of the state. And I just want to talk about that a little bit, um, being from the state of Michigan. You know, I think it's really interesting. If you're anybody who grew up in the metro Detroit area, like in the past 10, 15, shoot, 20 years, like you have seen a mass exodus out of the area, particularly to Atlanta. I feel like it's really interesting to see how Atlanta has come up in the past couple of years in terms of the music scene and how they dress, how they carry themselves. Because you forget, like, Atlanta is the country, or at least that's how we used to see it. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like everybody from Detroit moved to Atlanta and brought Detroit culture down there. And now you see them, you know, with buffs and and trying to move like how we do. Um, mm-hmm. They got a JJ's and fish and chicken, like they're doing the same mm-hmm. shit. Yep, they definitely stole the buffs and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shoot, even like I feel like I'm seeing, hearing that more in the music now. Like they're picking more. Um, I feel like Detroit style beats and what you used to see back in the day. Like it's it's mm-hmm. very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think it's kind of sad because I think Detroit's influence. Fucking little yachty. <laughs> Detroit's influence is always going to be there. Um, But because we share our talents with the world by moving to other places, like we really don't get the credit we deserve for all the creativity that comes out of Detroit, all the style that comes out of Detroit, on the the sounds, the lyrics, the the vocab that comes out of Detroit. I feel like that speaks to like how dope Detroit people are is that they can go somewhere and like they so fire that like people just want to imitate it. Like they can go to Atlanta and do that. They can go to Jacksonville and do that in Memphis and all that. So, but to speak about it though, Memphis has 680 more black residents than Detroit. So like, it's not even really like that big of a deal. And Detroit is still 76% black and Memphis is 63% black. But right now Memphis is, um, the blackest city in America, which is, so, which is crazy to me. by population, but then by percentage, Detroit still has it. Yeah, and I'm sure it's probably some, like, cities in the South, obviously, that's, like, 100% black, you know what I mean? Like, them real country towns, you know? Um, but something, you said people moving to Atlanta, but then something else to mention is, you know how many people that move from the city to the to the suburbs, you know what I mean, like, through life? Like, my family used to live in the city, and they moved out, like, that's a big thing. We've had people on the podcast say that like, they used to live in the city and then they moved to Belleville and they moved to, you know what I'm saying, Mount Clemens and all that type of shit. So that's another reason people just leaving just to get away from the city. And, you know, I guess it is what it is. And um, I don't know. Shout out to Detroit. I'm, I'm going to spend a lot of time down there this weekend, hopefully, um, and, and kind of see what's going on in the city, Ooh. man. 
in movement this weekend? I'm not necessarily <clears throat> excuse me. I'm not necessarily going to movement, but I'm about to hit some after parties. You know, the afties. Okay. Um, see what's going on. Maybe some pre parties. You know, go ahead and get a little drunk. There's some EDM. For any of our listeners who uh, aren't from the Metro Detroit area, aren't from Detroit, what people don't know, what people forget, don't realize, is that techno music actually originated in Detroit. It was born in Detroit, mm-hmm. which is the reason why we have things like movement, which is like it's one of the biggest techno festivals in the world, right? I believe so, yeah. And it's right there off of Jefferson, off Hart uh, Plaza, which is like right by the water. Like It's a beautiful festival, like Detroit. You know, people have been shitting on Detroit for, like, my whole life, and it's, like, it's fire, though. Like I was just going to say, I remember I had a friend who, um, she moved to Detroit from Atlanta. She moved here for work, and she was real big into electronic music. And I used to tell her, like, oh, techno originated in Detroit. And she'd be like, no, it didn't. And I'd be like, yes, it did. And we used to fight about this all the time. And I'd be like, it started here. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then- yep. I know what Jersey be trying to say. Stop. mm -hmm. And then when she she ended up moving to Brooklyn and she met some other people who were like, oh yeah, we go to movement every year. Like that's that's the birthplace of techno. And then that's when she finally accepted, like, oh yo, this is a Detroit thing. Like this started in Detroit. And I think because Detroit is a predominantly black city, we don't get credit for certain things like that. Mm. Like people are quick to discredit our legacy because it's associated with blackness and people want to run away from blackness. Yeah, my father played techno literally all through my childhood, like these techno tapes and mm-hmm. DJ kind of tapes. Like, So like, I grew up listening to that shit like, since little. So I know that like techno was definitely from here. Yep. For sure. And um, I mean, from the city of Motown, like Motown has been so influential throughout music. Like, come on, like you thought we wouldn't go do something else. Then techno. Then we got, you know, what I'm saying like the rap now. So it's like, come on, like, I don't, I don't know what it's going to take. But to to wrap this topic up, like so Detroit not being the blackest city anymore, quote unquote. Do y'all see a, do y'all see a point where like Detroit is like everybody starts to try to move away or like the majority of people. Cause remember white flight happened when like a lot of white, pe- white people mm-hmm. lived in Detroit. And they- I'm not going to say, I don't understand why people moved. I-, I definitely understand why people moved. There was a big collapse of a lot of the jobs in mm-hmm. the major city. Um, but we have seen a resurgence back in Detroit with uh, gentrification, new businesses, they literally come out with new transportation systems like Midtown and different things like that throughout the different areas. Yeah, Q line. So I could see why black people population are getting more small in Detroit because they're building it up in a way that more so that could be a more successful big downtown area. Like some of these other big downtown areas. Cause I feel like Detroit there it lacks in terms of a big city. Like a lot of things, um, that you want to go in a big city and stuff like that, have fun. Detroit is not the place you probably want to go to. Like, no, you could definitely have fun in Detroit. In my, my in my personal opinion, there's definitely some fun to be had in Detroit. It's just not the same. Like you said, like you can't travel around the same. You got to drive or Uber everywhere versus hopping. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say compa- I'm comparing it to like Chicago, like a city like that or something like that. It's not the same. 
because a lot of Detroit is just like it's a lot of homes. It's a lot of houses and neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Like Detroit's huge, and a lot of it is just it's not good. I don't know. Without being like negative <laughs> towards like the the shit, I don't know how Too late. necessary. Nigga, I already shit it on it. Like without, well, I, I like. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to be like a, a an asshole to Detroit because that's not what it, that's not the point. But the downtown area is not that big. It's not that good in terms of things to do. That, that that's all I got to say about it. Well, two two things I'll say just to wrap up um, mm-hmm. my thoughts on this topic. So. I think one, yeah, it's just a matter of like city planning. Like Detroit is very spread out. Um, And so there are a lot of really cool places in Detroit, but it's some of that like bar hopping, things like that. It's a lot harder to do when things are spread out. When you've got to drive from one part of town to the other, to the other, you know, for, for one night out. But what I'm really curious about from this article where they're talking about the change is how, you know, Memphis now it's, it's really neck and neck with Detroit for the largest black city. I think it's really interesting when we look at music, right? Like who has been on a wave lately in rap is Memphis. Mm-hmm. Everybody from Yo Gotti, Moneybag, Yo, um, Glorilla. Your Glorilla. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, everybody right now, it feels like it's from John Memphis. Morant. My <laughs> that part and so i'm very curious to see how like i mentioned earlier like detroit's culture spread shout out to three six mm-hmm. spread out everywhere like okay so what's memphis if, we're, if they're the biggest black city like how is that going to affect overall black culture like how's that going to mm. affect the sound of all music of how people everywhere dress talk i remember um matt had an interesting uh thought about like Memphis, uh, Kentucky music thing like that. When he's heard ESTG, he has said he sounds just like a Detroit artist. Mm-hmm. Yep. And him being under Yogati and all these artists that were named as pretty much Yogati CMG artists. What, what, what do you feel about that? I mean, he can sign somebody that don't sound like Memphis because ESTG don't sound like he's from Memphis. He sounds like he's ESTG now, you know, but <clears throat> but you say he sounded like he was from Detroit before. I did. Yes, he does. And that's why you you said uh, you didn't really listen to him because of that. Yeah, because I'm like, sound like you're from Louisville or wherever he's from. Like, do that, do that sound. He from Louisville, right? Mm-hmm. But that, I'm saying he probably sound like a real the OG or something like that. Like that's something like you would compare him to, or mm, I don't know, something like. Or that. what was it? Was it like the flow? Was it the lyrics or? What was, was the comparison? The, both. With the flow, the lyrics, just the way he was putting out music, sometimes even the beats, like that's just what it was. But that might have been why Yo Gotti signed him because he saw the wave and he was like, oh, you got this nigga from Louisville that sound like what's hot right now. And Yo Gotti was saying, only thing I want for my birthday is to get 42 Doug out of jail. He said, I'm going to pay a couple mil. Oh, yeah, he do got him. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's definitely something to do with Detroit and the wave is definitely moving all around into, into all these different black communities. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show like our presence. So and Michigan's presence, I ain't even going to just say Detroit cause it's not the flow. Even like PZ talked about, it, he was like the way he rapped, it's not Detroit, it's Flint. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just a Michigan sound. Yeah. Like, it ain't always just Detroit. Thousand percent. So shout out to Detroit. Um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here and you know, get up out of y'all ears right quick. So, uh, quick highlights. Anybody got anything? 
Well, I'll go first. Let me go ahead and um, highlight an artist from Detroit. Shout out to Jerick Harden. He got this song called uh, How You Want It. I thought that shit was pretty dope. Um, real relaxed, laid back flow. He was talking the shit on there. So shout out to Jerick Harden. Play that How You Want It. What y'all got? I'm going to say, I haven't even listened to this yet, but this is going to be my new my highlight. Um, I think I've mentioned this on here before probably, but I'm a big K-Camp fan. Love me some K-Camp. Um, and so he actually just released a new album, uh, a new EP uh, called Spin the Black. So go ahead and check that out. Okay, okay. And uh, yeah, well, I'm going to go ahead and shout out um, the Friends Podcast and uh, all the listeners and the fans and things of that nature. Shout out to y'all. Again, we got the merch. It's coming soon. We're going to be dropping the link, a couple pictures. So shout out to the old and new listeners. Yeah, man. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening, man. This has been the Friends Podcast, man. We appreciate yes, sir. you. And we out. Peace.